Welcome back to Cover B. Welcome to Cover B. We are here with another episode of Real Extra. See, I made space for her this time. It was uh, so nice. I feel so included. <laughs> this is an exciting episode of Real Extra. It's so it's, different. It's a very <laughs> different movie. We are going to be talking about Marry Me. Now, you've probably seen uh, the ads for this. It's a Jennifer Lopez an Owen Wilson movie. Um, and it is a rom-com. It is, the reason we are talking about it, for people who don't know, is that it actually is a comic. It is a comic from Keen Spot, which is a smaller publisher. Uh, they do a few other things. I think we've talked about at least one of them a long time ago, Ninjas and Robots. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, I remember that. They came out with this book, I think, in 2019, maybe 2018, maybe 2020, sometime in that range. I think it was 2019. And it, like, instantly got picked up for a movie. Uh, flash forward to 2022, and it is released as a movie, and it's got a huge star-studded cast, and it's doing well, apparently. I think I saw today that it is doing like $8 million already. Yeah, it's currently both weekend. in theaters and it's and streaming on, on Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. So the premise of this movie is that a uh, it follows mainly a pop star named Kat, who is played by Jennifer Lopez, uh, as she does pop star things and has a wild and crazy life. And she and her beau, Bastion, have a song called Marry Me that they wrote for each other. Uh, and the big news is that they're going to be doing a big tour, and at the culmination show of this big tour, they're going to be getting married live on stage. Uh, in the setup for it, she finds out that Bastion cheated on her with his with her assistant uh, as she's like rising up onto the stage to perform "Marry Me." She finds this out. She then like cuts the lights and is very distraught. Meanwhile. Out in the audience is our Owen Wilson character, who's just a math teacher who got drugged to this concert with his daughter normal and, his, dude. and his friend. Just a normal guy living a normal life. Nothing really fancy. Uh, he gets his friend hands him the sign she brought, which says marry me on it because that's the song and the tour. Uh, and he's just standing there holding the sign as he's watching this woman fall apart on stage. And she looks out into the audience and she goes, you. And then he gets pulled up on stage and she marries him. And then the rest of the movie is about them kind of getting to know each other and figuring out what that means. Yep. Uh, and having some laughs along the way. T, what'd you think? Oh my God, it's so cute. It is adorable. <laughs> it's it is so very cute. cute. They did a great job making it feel more realistic than you would anticipate mm -hmm. in a scenario mm -hmm. like this. It seems very outlandish, you know. Pop star on stage, knee-jerk reaction is to say yes to someone asking them to marry them from the audience. Yeah. It seems very far-fetched. <clears throat> but what's nice is that they immediately attack the craziness of it and are like, 
okay, we didn't file any paperwork for this. You know, you're not actually legally married to this guy. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? They do like a press circuit and do like a PR situation where they're talking about like, okay, well, no, yeah, obviously we're not like married, married. We obviously don't know each other, but we're going to get to know each other because marriage is a bizarre institution. And let's talk about how weird it is. And I think that's really impressive. I think it was well done how Mm. they didn't go into it in almost a like traditional rom-com sense where you'd be like, oh yeah, they totally like signed paperwork backstage. No, they didn't. No, of course they didn't. That doesn't make any sense. Why would mm-hmm. they have done that? And so the fact that they actually like talked about like, you didn't do any paperwork and like, you guys don't actually know each other and you probably shouldn't like live together or something stupid. Like they didn't go into any of the expected yeah. tropes. It yeah, was yeah. like, you're real people, and let's approach this like you're real yeah. people. <laughs> and I, you know, I never read the comic um, that this was based off of, honestly, because it was a small press, and since it got picked up for a movie so quickly, it was like near impossible to find. Right. Um. So I never, I never read the comic, so I don't know how many concessions were made to the story between comic and this. I do, however, feel like in the grand scheme of rom coms, this has a very unique approach to the rom side. Yes. In that it has, like you said, a very realistic approach. We're talking about a pop star. She makes mention throughout this about how she has like multiple wild marriages. She makes some comment about how one of them was only 48 hours long. It's obviously very referential about how celebrity marriages are these like fly by night kind of engagements. Very Britney Spears, very Kim Kardashian's like 24 hour marriage or whatever. And, you know, Owen Wilson's character is set up almost immediately as having an ex he's a divorcee and you know that kind of builds the structure of this movie which is all about this like random impulsive engagement uh or i guess marriage Marriage. um this random impulsive marriage on the grounds of what even is the institution of marriage what does it mean like how much does a wedding and being married actually mean to people? Yeah. As opposed to, like, the relationship and the connection between people. You and know? it shows the, di- the dichotomy between people who have, you know, been married and now are no longer married. Because she, despite having been in, like, four other marriages, it still believes in love and the concept of marriage and that marriage can work and be good. And he kind of sees it as, like, well didn't really work for me we had the best possible marriage going and it still didn't work so i don't know that marriage really means anything anymore Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's my favorite part about this and i i want to credit it to the comic like i said i haven't read the comic but it just feels kind of since this came out of a comic it maybe had a better ground to approach these things is just how much it subverts the expectations of yes you know there's a few points where Rom-coms tend to be very formulaic. Yes. They always have to have some sort of moment, and some do it better than others, but a lot of them fall into the pitfall of it boiling down to just one person not saying, like, one sentence, or one person not listening to the other person say one sentence. Or saying a sentence wrong. Ruins everything, and it's always just this lack of communication and really just boils down to if one of them would have said, hey, wait a minute, let's talk this out, it never would have happened. Yeah. Um, They usually just, I mean, anybody in a relationship has fights and the conflict, unfortunately, when you're trying to build a movie in a standard kind of like 
structure of storytelling and flow and that movie isn't an action movie or a horror movie where you have outside elements kind of doing this thing and you have to build that tension and that climax and that conflict off of just social interaction it tends to just boil down to miscommunication being yep. the problem and there were moments in this movie where it seemed to be getting to that it, like one of them would say something the other one would be like hell do you mean by that but then they'd talk it out and be done. And, and it was so on. refreshing. There was actually at least one scene. I remember them sitting on a couch having a conversation. And he says something where he kind of puts his foot in his mouth. And you're like, oh, God. Okay, this is it. This is where it's going to be the, like, this is mm-hmm. the con- the conflict of the movie. And then they just sort of, like, move past it. And yeah. she's like, they build no, some- that makes sense. Here, let me give an argument. It. And, and it's so nice. Yeah, it's 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 a very organic it was very organic in yeah. how it showed two people getting to know each other. Yeah. And two people developing, not necessarily like a romantic relationship or like, it's very platonic for a good a portion of the movie. Yeah. You know, even I would argue it, even the first time they fully like connect in a naked and bumping against each other way, it hasn't even really reached full like romance yet. It's still kind of just like, you know, we're we're dating, maybe. Yeah, you know it's like I mean? that mildly awkward dating and kind I, period. I think that's really cool for a rom com because it, you know, if it were a bit longer, I think they would have done a bit better because they do kind of flush it to like we are now true loves really fast. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think it's interesting, especially in a modern world. Where and, you know, in a world coming out of a pandemic where people don't have the option to connect as much, you know, having a rom-com that takes a really like realistic look at what it means to go from like stranger to romantically involved with somebody as opposed to a lot of rom-coms just really like thrusting people in love like right away. Right at the jump. You know, they meet and then there's like 15 minutes of like date and then they're freaking in love. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's conflict and they fall apart. This was like them kind of just dating and experiencing each other, you know, being yeah. friends for a little while, being platonic for a little while, and then kind of getting to know each other's lives and helping each other with things. And then seeing how they actually fit together. Yeah. Eventually getting a little bit more romantic or at least a little bit more physical with each other. And then, you know, eventually it became love. And it's like, that's such a cool, like most of the movie, honestly, is them possibly falling in love but not in love yeah and that's really unique for on the romance movie space but it's also really realistic yes that's not like you don't often fall head over heels and in something like this with a premise where it's like she sees him in the audience and it's like you it has the the potential the potential to just be this like we're instantly in love this is a cinderella story and it's destiny and you know, even though they do end up getting together, like, it it took a while. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the nice things that I thought, you know, was very special about the, the actual action of her bringing him on stage and them getting married is that she's losing it. Like, she's having a breakdown. Mm-hmm. And she brings this random guy up on stage because he's just there. And he gets on stage and he sees her and they're like, okay, Kat, do you want to get married? And she's like, yes. And she says it because she's 
literally having a breakdown. And he looks at her, and the reason he says yes to her isn't because, like, oh, she's so beautiful. Oh, she is amazing. I think I'm in love with her already. It's literally you see him look at her and see this face of distraught and breakdown, and he's like, if I say no, I'm going to make this worse. Yeah. If I say no, I'm going to potentially ruin this person's life. He's literally, and they, they made Owen Wilson's character a really interesting character like he's a really good dude no and wilson plays him really really well and it's exactly that like he got involved in this just like he was fully expecting to go home and then get like the manager immediately afterwards is like why don't we offer him ten thousand dollars and just tell him to go away you know what i mean and that's exactly what he was expecting he was expecting to just get like a like card like hey thanks for helping me out and then moving on yeah exactly he ends up getting swept up in this thing and going along with it and doing really really well and it's it was cool yeah and it's you know another thing it did that kind of subverted things is i feel like it really subverted the typical masculine feminine roles in this type of movie like there were a few moments of your kind of cliche like he's mansplaining bowling to her and then she bowls a strike and yeah. like surprise i was actually really good at it and that kind of pervades throughout the entire movie where she's she's taking a lot of the roles i mean from the get-go it's a reverse cinderella story it's a it's what i like to call a reverse pretty woman yeah exactly <laughs> He's the normal schlub. She's the fancy rich person and he's getting swept up into her world. But also he's kind of the, I guess, more compassionate and also like he's the submissive one in a way. Yeah. And it's, well, you know, he's the parent. Yeah. When you look at like a lot of rom-coms, it's usually the opposite. The man's the very like aggressive and driven and like I'm doing this and you know, I'm the one that the woman's worried about and stuff like that. And the the Richard Gere in every <clears throat> Richard Gere yeah. movie. <laughs> the Hugh Grant in every Hugh Grant yeah, movie. Exactly. And it's, you know, this is very much different. Yeah. He's, you know, being swept up in her world. He's being patient for her. And that fits with the theme in the movie. She yeah. says at one point, like, why does marriage have to be the men fine picking us and then proposing to us? Why can't we look at the man and be like, you have to earn this? And you're taking my name. Yeah. You know, and that he does like everyone calls him by her last name yeah. throughout the movie. <laughs> and it's like it's it's just such a refreshing kind of retake on so many different tropes about like romances and marriage in general that honestly, these are the type of stories that a modern world needs. We need to be teaching these romance stories that aren't like you are woman you seek man man says i have these needs and you go okay man i meet these needs you exactly. know what i mean it was the inverse the man was meeting her needs and they were meeting each other's needs in the middle they were working with each other it was a collaborative experience to get from people who just met to people who want to be with each other and that's awesome now they do not going to give too much spoilers but they do manifest a conflict that makes some sense but then it, it very much feels kind of like a bit of a rushed bit of a conflict. I think primarily because it's a two-hour movie. You got to wrap it up somehow. Mm-hmm. You got to... There has to be a conflict or you can't have a resolution. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so there is a little bit of a conflict. It does get a little, like, eye-rolly. Like, why would you do that? Why does this... Why is this happening? But what I think is nice is that the resolution at the end of the movie is so damn sweet. <laughs> 
that's it's the cutest thing. The the saving grace to that, and which it wasn't even that big of a deal. It was just a very fast, sudden yes. conflict. It, it was, was very like quick. everything was really going smoothly, and then suddenly there was conflict. And as opposed to being one of those conflicts where it's like a lack of communication, it was like a conflict where a bunch of characters were making decisions that we weren't seeing. Yeah, I think that was the big problem. Is yeah. it felt like a bunch of them were. Things were being said and done and chosen by these characters. Or assumed. Internally. Yeah. And no one was like verbalizing it or showing why they were making these decisions. It was, it was, it was weird. Yeah. It was kind of a weird conflict. I expected there to be conflict and I think they could have made some different choices that would have made the conflict make more sense. I agree. Specifically with what the focus of the conflict was. Agreed. Which in and of itself was an interesting choice. Like it wasn't your typical just like hey, I think you're cheating on me or something like that. Right. It was an adult person making a decision about an adult person's life. Yeah. And that was interesting. Um, it was very mature. So, you know, but the saving grace of that and honestly the highlight of the whole movie is just how dang adorable it was. It was so cute. The chemistry between Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez is awesome. And, and also the daughter, Lou, is amazing. Yeah, the kids that are involved in this, the child actors that are involved in this are amazing. Sarah Silverman does an incredible job as like the quirky friend. Yeah. You know, all rom-coms have that quirky friend yeah. of one of the characters. She does an incredible job in that role. I, I love her character. And the supporting cast all just do an amazing job kind of keeping this fun and funny and, you know, it's tongue in cheek. And so while it's making really kind of heavy for a lot of people decisions about its treatment of marriage and making some really like near philosophical statement on like the nature of love and the nature of marriage yeah, and just really realistic takes on these things. It's also just fun and funny and, and cute. cute. It's so adorable. Cute. It's so cute. You it know, was such a cute movie. It has some great feel good moments and it has some great <laughs> messages for kids even. And yeah. it's, you know, it's, this is a nice rom-com because it's not like, not really raunchy at all no not at all it's not really like over the top in the fiction side of it it's not really like it like i said it has good messages so like this is a cool rom-com to share with a lot of different people yeah especially a younger audience because yeah. it does have a heavy focus on kids as well as a heavy like focus on messages that involve like confidence and getting over mistakes and rising above haters and rising above your own self-doubt and stuff like that. There's a lot of really good messages in there for a younger audience. It was a really cute movie, guys. It really was. It was really nice. We don't get to watch many rom-coms because we're so focused it's on the gosh dang action movies. Yeah. But... It, was, it was nice to have a, have a you know comic book movie where I wasn't just waiting for one person to punch the other person all the time. <laughs> I was, I mean, you know, this being a comic book movie, I was just expecting Jennifer Lopez to throw Owen Wilson through a wall at some point, but... I will say, we do see Jennifer Lopez in spandex, so at least there's that. Which is another win for me. (laughs) She pulls it off well. I don't... How that woman is 52 years old and the most stunningly beautiful thing under the planet i don't i don't understand she's amazing i just wish owen wilson would have kept his loki mustache (laughs) that's true my only real like if i could criticize this aside from the kind of like really rapidly drummed up conflict 
it's after Loki, it's hard for me to accept Owen Wilson without a mustache. He did work that mustache real well. He worked it really well. He, he does really well in this. I've never been a huge Owen Wilson fan. I guess I'll give him a quick shout out. I've been a huge fan of a lot of people in this movie. Uh, never been a huge Owen Wilson fan, but I think this is one of his better characters. They it's, may, it's nice to see him play characters that aren't slimy douchebags. It's a very, it's a very humble character for him. It's a non-manipulative character, which he does a lot of manipulative characters. It's a non-misogynist character. It's a non-misogynist character, which he does a lot of those. So this was a nice, uh, a nice humbled role for him. Yeah. And I, I think he did really, really well. I think as so. he's getting older, he's picking roles yeah. that aren't quite so bleh. And also, you know, while we're doing shout outs for actors, shout out to Jimmy Fallon for being an absolute dick. He's the villain of the movie. I had no, I was so surprised. Like from start to finish, Jimmy Fallon is, there's not really like a consistent villain because it's a rom-com, but he is, he is an active villain in this movie. And I'm like, damn, Jimmy, you're normally like the nice guy. Yeah. He doesn't do anything direct. He's just kind of an a-hole every time we see him. Yeah. But marry me, very good. Very cute. I, you know, five out of five. It was cool. Yeah, it was really, it was was enjoyable. It was good. I I had a good time. I've already told, I have a friend of mine who's really into rom-coms. And I was like, bro, you need to see this. Uh, I've already shared it with people. It's it's good. So get out in theaters and see it if you can. Check it out on (laughs) Peapock. I made it this whole episode without... Being an idiot. <laughs> so if you don't have access to Peapock, you can also find it on Peacock. <coughs> He's killed me. <laughs> oh. Made it a whole twenty minutes oh. before I turned into a dummy. You you put too much expectation on yourself, my dude. Anyway, we highly recommend it. It was yes. adorable. I teared up a few times because it was very sweet. Same. Uh, and it's not one of those things that really like it's it's a happy movie. Yeah. There's not really a lot of sadness in it. It's, no. It's very happy. So if you're just looking for a good happy movie, I highly recommend it. And it's a good Valentine's Day movie, which is coming up, mm-hmm. uh, or I guess it's today. Today. Uh, <laughs> we're recording this before Valentine's Day, but we're releasing it. Surprise! Happy Valentine's Day. Um, oh, that's so good. Yeah, timely, right? Oh man, we're awesome. It's almost like we're good at this. <laughs> It's not intentional. (laughs) It's almost like we're good at this, said the peapock. Um, (laughs) That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more episodes of Cover B, including previous real extras that we've done, as well as our normal episodes and other special episodes that we've done, you can find them on CoverBPodcast.com. If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Cover B Podcast. I hope everyone has a lovely Valentine's Day. However you choose to celebrate it or avoid it is up to you. I just hope you have a great Monday. Uh, and as always, I have been Chris. This has been T. You know it. And we have been your lovely hosts of Cover, Cover B. B. Bye, fam. Bye.